I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If we are really so serious or sincere about the change we want to do, we have to accept that we can only do it together. Kumbaga, walang heroes dito. Lahat tayo part of it. And, and that's part of parang communicating for social change. Eh. It's knowing that everyone is part of the change. Hello, this is Give a Hoot. I'm Oya. I'm Jaza. And I'm Mika. We are Wise Owl. Wise Owl is a consultancy firm that specializes in communication for social change. With Pioneering Philippine Podcast Network, Puma Podcast, we created this show that you're listening to, Give a Hoot. Because we believe communication is powerful. And so we've been talking to strategists, advocates, academics, creatives, and others about precisely this, making impact through communication. In today's episode, we'll do things a bit differently. Join the three of us Owls as we recap and process what we've learned over the past nine episodes. We started with our first miniseries, three episodes about call-out culture. Our faces were seen, our thoughts were heard, and we were calling out the highest person in the country. I think yun yung isa sa pinaka-dahilan kung bakit ang mga tao bumilib sa babae ako eh. Kasi wow, ang tatapang mga babaeng to ah! Our pilot was with May Paner, also known as Wanna Change. And we talked about Hashtag Babae Ako, which was in 2018, one of um, the internet's most influential people or movements. And we talked about, you know, how do you start a movement? What propels you to do it? And then the lessons that we can take from, from her group's story. If somebody is offensive or says something that offends you, parang before you get mad at that person, what I've learned is to think about why does it offend me that this message is said in this way. And, and that's why what I'm calling for is a kind of space that we build where we can have uncomfortable conversations. Diba? Even if we just sit and be quiet and awkward around each other, dandahan. After May Paner, we also talked to Nash Teismans, who's a community specialist. And we talked about, you know, the different kinds of concepts when we're reaching out to community, when we're having these kinds of conversations. In particular, itong ang call-out culture or cancel culture, where online in particular, people feel empowered enough to call out bad things, quote-unquote. Ang nag-strike sa akin just the first miniseries about call-out culture, yung point ni Nash, and actually even May mentioned it, no? yung accountability. So, your accountability as the one who calls out, but also when you're calling for accountability from people, you have to be accountable yourself. You also have to be prepared to continue that conversation with the person yeah. you're calling out or with the community or the institution, ganyan. Yeah, because nga, as 
parang kinvote ni, ni Nash. If you don't have that accountability, you might turn into that monster that you hate. Tapos yung, of course, yung point ni May na actually building courage is really one small brave step at a time. Na una, maliit na bagay, tapos realize mo na meron, ay, may iba pa, so you become bolder, and then mamaya talagang tumutulong ka na, nag-act ka na, and you're living what you believe in. Iyon, nag-strike sa akin. Tapos, second mini-series naman natin was about hope-based communication. We talked to Thomas Coombs, who was the founder of hope-based communication. What hope-based communications is about is we need to not just say, here's what you shouldn't do. We also need to say, here's what you should do instead. Yung parang iniisip ko ngayon, yung strike sa akin doon sa mini-series na yon is yung importance of telling your own story instead of uh, merely reacting to somebody else's story. And also, kasi when you react, you're actually reinforcing their stories rather than putting forward your own. Tapos yung always showing what is that world you want to build and showing that it is possible. Parang definition niya ng hope is, ano, hope is the belief in parang better alternatives that are completely possible. That particular series is interesting to me because... We recorded this at the height at the peak of the lockdown. Suddenly, we were isolated. We didn't know what was going to happen. And then we produced a miniseries on hope. And so it was such a striking thing because it's so counter to what you were feeling internally. Na, Meron pa bang pag-asa? I don't know. I'm scared or I'm angry. One of our um, posts that garnered more than 10,000 likes was uh, the post on Butchoy. Butchoy is a deaf mute and he is a pajap or pedicab driver. He uh, returned the 5,000 peso SAP uh, allocation because he has already received one from another barangay. Butchoy has five children, very poor, no pajak is operating now in Tabaco City. He badly needs that 5,000 pesos. But he came forward and returned it. And it just generated so much positivity and likes that many others followed suit. That was Tabaco City Mayor Shello Crisal Lagman Luistro. We did the webinar where we would have conversations with partners, with advocates, with organizations, with communicators even, who also struggled with the concept of hope at the time of COVID-19. Na parang it's so difficult to kind of get on board. Precisely because of that, nag-strike ng chord sa akin din yung sinabi ni Thomas. When he likened empathy as muscles that you have to actually practice. Nung una kong na-encounter yung concept of hope-based communications, parehas din ako ng, I guess, a lot of advocates that we've encountered and communicators na Medyo hindi ako sure kung saan papasok yung hope-based communications with the work that we do kasi for the longest time, we've been fighting for yung mga bagay na against tayo instead of really saying what we're for. So in my head, I don't know how to suddenly switch from this POV to something that's inherent naman na you're fighting because you have hope inside you. Pero hindi mo nare-realize na as you do the work, nakakalimutan mong i-communicate to other people na actually merong hope inside me. Hindi lang nakikita yeah. ng mga tao. Yeah. But 
on the flip side, sa hope-based communication, the thing that also was highlighted in that conversation was if we're not careful kasi, we can play into the narrative of hopelessness. Na parang tayo mismo yung nagiging agents or nagiging communicators of hopelessness. And we have to be mindful of that because, and Thomas talks about this a lot, this is based on brain science. But as advocates, we know that that's not what we want our audiences to feel. We want our audiences to feel like there is something you can do. It's just that siguro sometimes we get overwhelmed with all of the things we need to fight against and we forget to talk about. Ito kasi yun eh. <laughs> Yeah. Yung do sa webinar na alala ko, uh, when Michelle pointed out na some people are saying hope is not a strategy. And being a social and behavior change communication expert or specialist, she said, actually now I see hope is actually a plan. It's goal-oriented. There's discipline. There's rigor. I saw this really lovely definition of hope in a medical journal. And it says it's actually goal-directed thinking. We're not saying that Empathy and feeling and emotion is not part of it. But if you hope to get somewhere, you start to lay out a plan for it, right? And so I think that's one of the things... That was Michelle Pasquale, uh, a behavior change communication specialist um, for RARE, a non-profit environmental organization. We also started talking to partners and advocates who were open to new approaches. I think at the end of it then, while we're not quite sure... What is this hope-based communication? I have misgivings. Pero Thomas said this, eh, usually the people who are hesitant, those who challenge hope-based, are actually the best advocates for hope-based communication. But the reason why they're doing that or why we're all doing that is because we want to check, is this really something we can work with? Is this an approach na now we can use so that we can reach our audiences and, and create impact? Parang ang effect niya is that because we gained that new lens through which to look at communication. And then suddenly we found na, oo nga, ang hinahanap nila talaga is, the, is a future-looking, empathetic, parang solutions that foster belonging. It's, it's a, a hope-based approach that they are looking for and that will resonate with them. And as you articulated it with yourself, you do see that transformation at least for me as a communicator, I see that transformation within. Na I start looking at issues and start looking at what, ano ba yung sinasabi nito? Ano ba yung pinaglalaban talaga natin? And, and because of that change of lens, you yourself have regained hope. I don't know. For me at least, that's the effect. Feeling ko, ang biggest turning point for me is totoong journey siya. Seeing our fellow advocates Halimbawa, si May Paner, si Wanna Change, go through the journey of hope-based communications then And coming from the background na nung una din, meron siyang doubts. Ang ganda nung feeling na magkakasama kayo na nade-discover how this can work for, for our advocacies and for our causes. But also, you know, on the flip side, in the series that we did, Edna Aquino pointed it out. You also have to look at populist narratives at the same time. Na, na they do sometimes play on hope-based communication when you look at it. <laughs> diba? They do use that. The way that they framed it, na medyo pa hope-based, pa positive, that's why it also is popular. Edna Aquino is a human rights advocate. She's also one of the co-founders of Hashtag Babayako with May Paner. It is so easy, especially with the mass media nowadays, to pick up stories that represent the audience's interest and package it as if it is the government's narrative. 
uh, I think Moka Uson is a very good representation of that co-optation of stories as she would represent herself as the um, champion of OFWs or migrant workers. Nakakadapa lang ng konti yung word na hope. I guess we don't hear it kasi in very quote-unquote serious conversations. Uh, but when we do talk about hope, it's really at the end of it about what are we building towards? Ano yung vision of the world? And then communicate that. Not just what we're against. Communicate our vision of the world, but also show how we can get there. So, ang last ep- last series natin for our um, Givahoot Season 1 um, is about the masa. So, what do they listen to? Kumusta ba sila nung pandemic? Um, and ano yung paano sila mag-consume ng content? Um, nag-start tayo nito bago pa mag-lockdown actually. Yeah. We started yeah. planning, recording, talking about this um, topic before COVID. And then we stopped and went to hope-based communications muna. But then, after a while, naisip natin na balikan siya because it's a topic na actually really um, really nag-resonate sa atin ngayong pandemic. Lalo na the masa, lahat tayo na naka-lockdown, lahat tayo nararanasan yung COVID-19. So, binalikan natin siya and we talked to Leo Larosa, uh, Director ng Communication and Information Technology at SWS. Well, we have seen quality of life trends go down significantly. From December 2019, we already saw the decline in terms of people's optimism with their personal lives. We're still analyzing the data, but we see no other reasons for this decline except for the uh, pandemic. And also to Wati Doctor, um, president of Thinkscape Research, um, to really understand and break down ano ba yung hopes and aspirations nila, paano ba mag-isip ang masa? They really don't aspire to be rich, as in rich-rich. Gusto nila komportable. Ang thinking nila kasi doon, kapag masyado kang mayaman, or kapag mayaman ka, marami rin namang problema. So for them, basta komportable, nakakain tatlong beses sa isang araw, may baon yung mga anak ko, meron tayong kakainin bukas, may pambayad kapag merong nagkasakit, okay na. Kasi I think ang dami nating assumptions before this series na akala natin na iintindihan na natin sila but then when we sat down with them and we talked about the issues na kinakaharap nila kailan nagiging national concern kailan nagiging importante sa kanila yung mga issues na naririnig nila doon pa lang tayo nag-start mag-break yung mga myths na akala natin alam natin about them it's also a validation of our responsibility as both communicators and advocates, to always listen to our audiences. You said, Josa, we did the recording right before the lockdown in March. Tapos, natulog yung material. We recorded again parang months into the pandemic. And there was already a shift. There was already a difference. Not even a year later, our audiences have changed. And so it's always a constant, continuous responsibility for us as advocates and communicators to always, always listen. The traditional model of communication is that once you have a message, you deliver it, and then that's it. It's a one-way thing. But it's not like that, eh? Because it's really, it's dialogue, it's, it's conversations. Mm-hmm. May back and forth, may dance. <laughs> 
And ngayon lang din, na-realize ko na this series, itong Masa series, actually grounded for me yung hope-based communications. And more than listening, developing empathy for the Masa na minsan kasi ang daling sabihin na okay, mag-hope-based communications sa tayo, guys, without understanding talaga yung context na ng pinagdadaanan nila, lalo na in a time na sobrang gulo and sobrang hirap for not just the Masa, actually, for everyone naman. In the next episode, our last for this season, we'll talk about nine lessons we learn and how to apply them. Thanks again to all our guests over the season, May Paner, Nash Tysmans, Thomas Coombs, Leo La Rosa, Wati Doctor, Robbie Alampay, Mayor Crystal Lagman Luistro, Veronica Uy, Edna Aquino, and Michelle Pascual. Thanks as well to the people who made this possible, specifically Puma Podcast, the Spark Project, and our backers. Shout out to our producer, Josa Quinones, our audio editor, Nico Bolante, and Trisha Aquino for editorial support. I'm Oya. I'm Josa. And I'm Mika. And look for WiseAllPH on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Medium. You can visit our website, wiseall.ph. And we'd love to hear from you. Send your feedback to hoot at wiseall.ph. Use your voice. Give a hoot. 